Hello there, friends, and welcome to Virtual Show, your source for late-night VR gaming talk. I'm your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Eric. What's up, fellas? And my good friend, Roots. Roots, how are you doing on this late Wednesday night? It is late. Actually, even later than I thought it was going to be because the technical difficulties, again, uh, like to plug the stream, but we we... Uh, we we persevered. We did it, and we're here. So it's good. That's the good news, Wes. We should uh, we should just start at this point. Just start factoring in that extra fifteen minutes of uh, tinkering because it's like playing a PC VR game, right? You, it takes a few <laughs> minutes to get it in just right, and it's kind of fitting, uh, isn't it, Eric? Uh, because we do have a very PC VR centric show today. This is right up Scion's alley. Get in here, buddy. Let's go. PC VR all night long. <laughs> well, maybe not all night, but most of it. Most of it, right? Yeah. Uh, Roots, um, a lot said uh, about uh, PC VR and its supposed demise, but I'd like to think that tonight's episode is going to stand as proof positive that there's going to be a very strong role uh, that PC is going to play in the future of VR. Yeah, there's always going to be a place for PC, especially modding, but uh, definitely with a lot of um, innovation and uh, um, I don't know, man, uh, one of the games we we're talking about, I was blown away uh, and I, I keep thinking about going back into it. I even had my traditional thought, Wes, like I'm like, ah, I, I will I go back into it? And then like a few hours later, I was thinking about it and I was like, OK, yeah, I'm going back into it because um, I want to see where it goes. And uh, it was cool. Yeah, man, it, it's overwhelming. Uh, it is the season for VR gaming. And like typically on a Wednesday show uh, or, or in the course of preparation for the Wednesday show, we, we just play what we want to play. And then Wednesday rolls around and we talk about what we played. Uh, as we roll into this very busy time of the year, uh, you know, there's a lot of new games coming out, which is cool. We still cover what we want to play i mean that's still true uh but then there's so much more going on it's october i want to stream more i want to do uh i want to do you know horror games as well so in addition to having three new releases to cover this week i did dreams on the uh the show yesterday uh or on the, my live stream last night rather and then uh hubris we had early access to hubris this week so i played that and uh and then, you know, you get the stuff you want to play, you get the stuff that's new that you want to play for the show. And then we go in to play the stuff for the show and it's all stuff that I want to play more. Now we're going forward into the next week. I've got a handful of games. I want to get more time in and Resident Evil set Resident Evil four comes out tomorrow. What are we going to do, man? There's not enough hours in the day to play all this shit. Nah, well, I'll tell you what the good news for me um, is I don't have money to get Resident Evil four till Friday. I'll have to wait an extra day, uh, so I won't be able to check it out. So maybe I'll I'll check out some other stuff. But yeah, it's a real problem. It's a good problem to have. And uh, Dave Station VR coming through the tip train toot toot, uh, two dollars. And I, I I went to throw throw to my thing. I don't know if it's on my board right now. Uh, Dave, you're awesome, man. We appreciate it. Thanks for uh, thanks for stopping by, Dave, and uh, thanks for the support and roots. Uh, as I recall uh you're not gonna have to wait till friday to play this game am i am i correct about that eric that the deal was we, we uh we put the bill for uh lone echo 2 and then magically 
Resident Evil 4 is going to show up in the library as well, right? Yep. Santa Claus coming early. Oh, hey. Oh, nice. hey. That's a good That's a good Santa <laughs> gift. I was not expecting it. I heard yeah. there's some dark moments, Wes. Uh, but somebody was saying in the Discord that uh, when things get dark, the creatures come out. And I thought, man, this sounds like Wes's jam so much. And uh, I bet you could. You're, this is like Christmas Eve, bro. It looks cool, man. I've never played Resident Evil 4. Uh, it looks like a different game, man. It doesn't look like traditional horror. It looks like more of an action-adventure game with dark themes. And uh, as is the case with so many franchises that come before, be it Half-Life or Fallout or Skyrim, uh, the first time that I'm going to experience Resident Evil 4 is going to be in VR, and I feel very fortunate for that. Crazy, dude. I'm my, yeah, my, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Eric. I was gonna say you guys are so lucky because you I mean you haven't played it yet, so you get to play it fresh. But I mean I I can't wait to play it because of the nostalgia factor for me too, because I did play the crap out of it. I mean, I remember way back when I bought a GameCube just for this game. Mm. You know? So I wasn't really a big Nintendo gamer, but this game released originally just for the GameCube. Uh and then it went to PlayStation, I can't remember either two or three. Two. Um, so I yeah, so I played it first on the GameCube and uh you know again i bought that si- i bought that system just for this game and i so i, wow. I played this through in a couple of different iterations i'm so looking forward to it but you guys get to play it fresh for the first time in vr which is killer, I, just killer i owned it for gamecube but i um i never played it my son played it but uh yeah no i'm uh i'm totally looking at, looking forward to it for sure yeah and i never owned a gamecube until just about two months ago oh now wow. we have a game what really uh, because my son, he's a he's a bigger retro gamer than I am, and he likes to collect these old systems. And even though we have emulators that run all of this shit on our computers, he still wants to pick up the consoles and the original games and stuff. So, like, the, the, what he wanted for his birthday was a GameCube, and we just got one. So, oh, nice. Yeah, that ended up cool. being one of, like one of my favorite consoles, man. I love that GameCube. I, I played the crap out of it. There was some awesome stuff for that, man. I remember, Star Fox was on that. It was so good. Yeah, dude, was Star a- Fox. I was a big Nintendo guy until uh, PlayStation 1. When PlayStation 1 came out, like, I wasn't a guy that could have every console. So, like, when PlayStation 1 came out and, you know, CD-ROM was a revolution for, for gaming with uh, regards to digital video and audio uh, incorporated into gaming. So, uh, when, when PlayStation 1 came out, I switched from Nintendo over to Sony, and I've been there ever since. Yeah. Um, Nintendo misses you, Wes. It wants you back. <laughs> well, for what it's worth, I've got. I mean, we've got a Switch right in there. So uh, we had a Wii U. We had a Wii. Uh, my kids are are Nintendo to the core, uh, because again, like when my uh, when my son was three years old, uh, I put him in front of an emulator with Super Mario Brothers, and he started. You know, he grew up on the same shit I did. So, like, he he has the same interests at his age that i did at his age so it's pretty cool that's so cool that is cool well well, here's the good news um phil spencer he doesn't want you so you don't have to worry about going over there to microsoft or xbox (laughs) i did have an xbox i had an original xbox um because i loved halo like i played halo at my friend's house we did the multiplayer and that was like the first well i mean not maybe the first because we did do a little unreal engine uh as well but Halo multiplayer was the first multiplayer FPS that I really, really got into. So I got an Xbox and I, I loved Halo and, uh, you know, played all the way through it and got the sequel and played that one too. Um, I had a 360 for a little while. I, I was in the Gears of War. I beat that one. Uh, but I ended up uh, 
shortly thereafter um, modding it and selling it. And uh, I never really went back to uh, the Microsoft ecosystem after that. Nice. But uh, anyway, uh, that's our gaming history lesson for the day. <laughs> we have plenty of current VR games to talk about. Uh, but before we do that, let's start the way we always do by saying hello to our friends in chat. Wolveraza with us as always, as is Daniel Kaz. Techno Glitch in the house. What's up, Dark Angel? Hello, hello. She says uh, Zim has a Wii version. Okay. Uh, Sir Khalid says hi. How's it, how's it going? Um, Drew, what's up? He said uh, I saw uh, he saw some of your hubris gameplay mash, and he said it looks good. That, that game is amazing looking, dude. Uh, I'm so yeah. excited for next year, kind of VR next year, PC VR. I'm excited. Yeah, Roots, did you get to check out hubris I have not checked it out yet. No, I am. Um... You know, outside of the show, man, I was just telling Mash today, man, the world's getting so crazy. I'm like, I, I, I've been having a hard time getting into any games, and it's not, you know, I just, uh, I don't know. I just need to get, I need to get in there. We got access to it, and uh, everybody keeps telling me how good it is. You're going to like it, man. The movement's cool. It's not just pretty. Like, the, the movement system is uh, polished. You can jump and climb. You can jump and climb like you can jump onto things and grab them and climb up. It's uh, it's really well done. I'm looking forward to getting the full version of it. Wow. It's got an amazing swimming mechanic, too. It's 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 probably as good as like free diver almost in the swimming mechanic. mechanic it, too. Is, is the yeah, swimming mechanic as good as the new world swimming mechanic? Oh, wait, there's no swimming. You just walk as a fucking metal Mario <laughs> across the ocean floor. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of that game. Oh. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> new world um oh. yeah no that's uh that sounds awesome though i definitely i, I need uh, to get in there honestly if i had to describe hubris in one sentence roots it would be uh it is what we want freediver to be like oh. okay. hubris yeah. is what when we talk about a freediver sequel and we talk about a game that doesn't just lean on solely the uh underwater mechanics but has action and on land sequences as well with the same sci-fi awesome sci-fi story and uh you know, on land environments as well as underwater. That's what Ubris is. It's exactly what we described for our ideal uh, sequel to uh, to Freediver, and it's uh, it's it's very polished and impressive mm. work from uh, Cyborn. So uh, oh, shout definitely. out to those guys for giving us uh, access. Definitely. Those, those, oh, did, that, those did those canyons give you serious like um, Farpoint vibes? when you're coming you're looking up and you're looking like it gave me like i'm like wow this looks like almost like far point like you're walking through these canyons and you're navigating these canyons it's pretty cool yeah i got a few different vibes playing it to be honest like uh the, i would come into a sequence and it would make remind me of one thing and then a different sequence remind me of something else mm -hmm. a little sneaking dawn vibe in there uh yeah. you know in a positive way wow um, <laughs> well, i, need, I need, yeah. really need to go into this now uh delirium drew says but can you hold out your arms and fly um, and Anthony Man Wexford throwing out uh, 10, is that uh, pounds, euros? I think it's euros. Always a great show, guys. We all appreciate your hard work keeping that tip train going. Thank you, Anthony. Really appreciate it. Thank you for the timely, timely donation. Um, it's going to a good place, guys. Going to a good place. As I continue to uh, say week after week, uh, we're super close to unveiling virtual strangers 2.0 and uh you're not going to have to wait 
very long at all uh, before you see what we've been spending all of your money on other than Lone Echo 2. Yes. Yes. Which actually got us Resident Evil 4 early. So that was a good trade. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Um, Wolverine says, I've been waiting on Ubus for a while. Looks better than I thought it was. Yeah. uh, Ubus, I kind of had Ubus and um, Rhythm of the Universe kind of in the same category in my mind forever as this like super beautiful eye candy uh could it possibly end up being that good uh probably not and then we went into rhythm of the universe and it turned out to be what it was and you know by association my uh my expectations for hubris were immediately diminished by rhythm of the universe uh, but i'm happy to report you know mirror uh, opposites from one another uh you know everything that rhythm of the universe wasn't hubris is and they're both beautiful so uh i mean i don't even i didn't even have any jank did you eric i had two crashes but it's it was the same thing it was uh i was jumping in that one canyon and uh you fall down and uh the second time both times every time i fall the second time it would crash all the way out to the lobby i'd have to come all the way back in um but you know you it's a demo it's you know I, i expected it so it's not like i was you know and that really, that was the only thing that everything else ran smooth. Just an alpha, so a little stuff yeah. like that is uh, to be expected. Yeah. Hey, let but me it, tell you, my my friend. I'm sorry, this is complete. I meant to say this earlier, but on Resident Evil Four, um, I he's got a rift ass, and uh, and I told him um, <laughs> he's been reluctant to get the quest too for whatever reason. Maybe it's the Facebook thing, having to tie your account to it or whatever, but. Um, I told him Resident Evil 4 was coming out in a couple of days. It was a couple of days ago. And he's like, got all excited. And then I said, oh, shit, that's Quest 2 only. I'm so sorry. Um, he wow. texted me today and said he picked his Quest 2 up. And he's looking ah, forward nice. to Resident Evil 4. Yeah. So he, we got him, bro. We got him. You like this. You reeled him in. You were like, oh, Rift S. <laughs> that's awesome. Great. Oh, Quest 2. Bang. Oh, sorry, bro. <laughs> Scion. That, oh, no. This isn't going to be oh, the game to pull good. Scion in. But I did notice, you know, and I was thinking this is on a completely side issue, but, you know, like people that are anti-Quest traditionally, right? They're, they're trash in this game. Um, you know, the ones that are really vocal in the Discord. It's not the, the, it's the Quest now. It's This game is the worst of all time. And sometimes I wonder if that's maybe not the whole Quest thing underlying. You know what I mean? And the fact they can't play it on the platform that, you know what I mean? It's maybe this is starting to get to some people uh maybe not but at some point i think it will well i mean uh the the reviews have been pretty universal from what i've seen today now i haven't watched every single one but everything i've read and everything i've watched even from people who had low expectations for the game and didn't really think it was going to be that good uh came out today and said i stand corrected like this game is awesome everyone should play it so that's what dave station uh, says re4 confirmed vr killer app I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah I, uh, I, I won't watch anything. I, I've read, I've you know, I've read what people are saying, but I won't. I want to watch any footage at all. I don't want to watch anything. Are you playing it at the hotel? Away. I that's it's that's why I was I was talking to somebody else the other day. I'm like, this is the perfect game for me to be going on vacation because you know I am definitely bringing my Quest Two with me. So, <clears throat> you know, I have two big big apps that I can play this this uh, this coming week. 
uh, in Unplugged and in Resident Evil 4 that will take all my time at night. Sorry, <laughs> honey. Sorry, well, honey. His, his wife's going to be like, hear him, she's going to wake up in the middle of the night to mash screaming in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> What is going on in there? What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't, oh, don't, and don't forget stuff. Ragnarok. Oh, that's oh, true. I know. I know. I forgot true. Ragnarok. It's very true. Uh, anyway, uh, it's uh, an embarrassment of riches uh, for VR gamers who are platform agnostic, right? Those of us who don't uh, subscribe to the team affiliation mentality and deprive ourselves of uh, great games just so that we can fly our flag like i'm a playstation guy and i'll be pretty upfront about that uh but i'm a vr gamer first so like even though i am you know partial to uh playstation and playstation vr platform like uh you know i, I recognize a good game when i see it and uh, i'm not going to deprive myself of that just so i can call myself hardcore psvr guy right <laughs> and I'd be like man i'm really gonna that's like biting your um you know, what is that it don't bite your uh thing off despite your nose off despite your face, right? You really are. You're like you know who you know who else will bite your thing off despite your face? <laughs> oh god, now I'm starting to look at her a little different, man. That's oh that's creepy. That is crazy. Uh, uh, speaking of which, guys, I did four hours in dreams last night on PS5 and uh I didn't feel like I even I didn't scratch the surface, not even just a little bit, dude. There is so much amazing content, and it looks so much better on uh, PS5 than it did on the uh, the older consoles. Mm. Uh, I what? could I could I could just play Dreams this week and be content. What, we need what to, flash. We need to do what a Dreams flash? Dreams all Dreams uh, week, you know, where we just go in and just check out shit, right? When shit slows down, I am all for that. Uh, and group and mash you just said it whiplash i was amazed at whiplash like it was not challenging let me let me get that out of the way it's a rail shooter uh you know user created rail shooter by war garble uh but man the scenery is so epic in that thing uh and it was fun even though it wasn't hard it was fun just to blast the shit away uh, as you go through these epic uh immense environments uh it was really well done and it, you know if it were a complete you know 15 levels or whatever it is that the the wheel shows i would uh i would say that it's good enough to charge money for but uh it's only three levels right now and uh it still took me like i don't know 40 45 minutes to play through it it was a pretty lengthy little thing and uh i just loved it it was great so do you think i've got my um my money's worth for 10 bucks Oh, for sure, for sure, and and Wolveraza picked up the uh, the uh, the free demo, which gives you the uh, access to the Ghost Train, oh, which wow. was cool in its own right. Like the Ghost Train is it's ten, uh, it's ten um, playable, which none of them are playable in VR, but most of them are. Uh, like uh, I don't know, like a like a roller coaster. It's not really a roller coaster. It's slow. It's like a theme ride. Uh, like a spooky Halloween theme ride, and some of the imagery is quite striking in it. And then a lot of them, uh, you know, you could shoot targets while you're while you're riding mm. through, which was really fun. Uh, nice, pretty good chunk of content for free. Uh, so anybody who has access to PlayStation uh, VR, and especially if you have PS5, I, I highly recommend. Oh God, well, I highly recommend you buy Dreams, but if you don't have the the twenty dollars to throw down on it. 
then you should at least get that demo before mm. the Halloween uh, promotion ends and, and check out the uh, ghost room. Absolutely. And uh, Dave Station says War Gar Wargarble is the man. He loves that guy. And Delirium Drew says, All hail Lord Wargarble. I did throw the Lord sure. in there. For sure, and that was the that was the first. Again, this is the first time I've been in dreams in over a year. Uh, this was the first war garble uh, experience that I've had, but mm. it was uh, it was impressive, man. Uh, everything I played was good, to be honest. I mean, mutated cactuses. What the hell, man? Who doesn't want to shoot mutated cactuses? Yeah, and that cactus guy, that song we played was pretty solid too. Like, yeah, I, I felt bad for that dude. Why'd you yeah. Why'd you shoot that guy? He was nice. He, he asked for it, man. He He was ready to go. <laughs> He's like, shoot me. Like, I didn't face. want to. I didn't want to. He gave me no choice. I know, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, that'll wrap up uh, our um, review of my last few days in VR, uh, with the exception of the games that we're about to talk about. And let, let's go ahead and uh, start by talking a little bit about Little Cities. Now, uh, Little Cities is an upcoming city builder for Oculus Quest. Uh, this game is designed by, uh, or developed rather, by Purple Yonder and being published by our friends at In Dreams. And I would like to thank our friends at In Dreams for providing us super early access to this. Guys, this game doesn't come out until next year, uh, but our friends at uh, In Dreams kind enough uh, to contact us weeks ago uh, under, of course, strict NDA and uh, allowing us to uh, check out little cities um eric i mean there aren't a whole lot of genres that uh vr hasn't crossed into uh at this point but uh city builders i mean there, there's certainly a crowd for this type of thing and uh, to my knowledge i can't think of a a notable one in vr as of yet can you no this is the first and i'm i'm shocked that it hasn't really been done before because i mean this is this is perfect for it, the perfect platform for it. And uh, and I'll just say real quick, I don't like these type of games. I don't normally ever play them. Um, but in VR, this thing was amazing. I had, I, had a, I had a lot of fun in this game, and I quickly burned through almost, probably almost two hours in here. And this game was so cool. Yeah, that was kind of the case with me as well. Uh, I do not like city builder games. Like, th this is not something that I ever played flat. Uh, really, the only type of sim, uh, you know, world building game that I ever enjoyed was Populous on on Super Nintendo. Uh, but uh, anything else I've played since then has just been too convoluted for me and not interesting at all. And Roots, uh, you know, Road to VR, I think it was, uh, pretty much put the question out there with this one. Do we really need to go into VR for this? And my answer would be 100%. Yes, like. Uh, uh, like MASH, I, I burnt through time quickly playing this game. I enjoyed my time in it, and I feel like if it were on a flat screen, I would have zero interest and wouldn't enjoy it at all. Um, what say you? Does, does this need to be in VR? Um, I don't necessarily think it needs to be in VR, but it definitely accentuates it. I mean, I, I you know, I used to play these type of games, um, SimCity, that type of stuff. I enjoyed it, you know, starting from scratch and seeing how far you can get, how advanced you can get the city. I loved um, even Sim Earth and like there's some really cool Sim games. So I was kind of kind of excited to go in there and check this out. Um, the biggest thing that I would say you can't do uh, flat that you could do in this is get up really close and look at that stuff 
at the scale of and all the little cars and everything running around. Um, you and Mash were talking about piers and boats and all sorts of shit that I didn't get that far in the thing. Um, but I was very impressed with a couple things. Um, one was obviously the detail, um, to just how detailed this game is and elaborate and all the things you can do. Um, I just, I just couldn't believe, uh, it was just very, very, um, amazing. I forgot what my second thing was. It just totally blew out of my head. Uh, but yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. The, uh, it, it, it's fun to watch, right? Like, you know, the resource management and the the organization of it, that's kind of the game. The challenge of it is managing your resources, growing your city to uh, to build income faster so that you can uh, reinvest in your city and grow it how you want to. Uh, that was the game of it. But the fun for me was watching it go after I put the things mm -hmm. in place that needed to be there. Watching my little uh, town grow into a village, grow into a, a, a community and into a city, um, that was the fun part for me. And really, I don't think it would come across quite as well were it not in VR, because you can literally, now that you're in three-dimensional space with it, you can watch it grow in front of your eyes. And you can, you know, it's a very tangible thing watching the size of something grow. Uh, and you, you know who else would uh, attest to that fact? <laughs> uh, Techno glitch just reminded mm -hmm. me um, what I was gonna say. Um, he said it would be cool if you could drop down into the city, uh, and that's my thing. You know, obviously this is so far away. It's next year. I don't know if that's their plans, but that would be something that would make uh, Road to VR. You could say, yeah, this is something you could only do in VR. Can you shrink down into your city and walk around and? maybe ride in a car or i mean that the potential for that is just um would be amazing look at that plane landing in there the detail to this game like you know what i mean i've seen games that are similar or maybe not similar to this but they've had similar iterations um in vr that have like very very simple and that's why no one's really even heard or seen them um i was looking at some today that are older uh this is just looks better than most of the other sim games that i've played it's just really cool yeah it's pretty awesome um again the get the game is resource management zoning these type of things uh you know uh, obviously a lot of budgeting um but uh, you know it's it's interesting you know being able to get into something like this very early on because uh, at this point, the, the game that we had access to was bare bones. It was literally just the gameplay. There was no instruction, no tutorial, no no title screen. You just boot into the game, and you have this little bubble on your hand with a hammer so you can start building, and you have to mess around with it. And, Eric, I think that that's a pretty big testament to how intuitive they've made the uh the gameplay and the controls in this game, because even though there was, was no uh, instruction at all, and this is a very intricate game. I feel like I have a very good grasp of how to play uh, just, you know, by, by tinkering around with it for a little while and, and uh, figuring out what to do. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I thought the same thing. I I restarted the game twice. Cause I thought, okay, maybe something happened and I missed the tutorial. So I, I closed it out and went back in. I'm like, all right, there's no tutorial at all. There's nothing happening here. Can you imagine trying to play like SimCity or one of those games if you've never played it before? 
and they gave you no tutorial or no direction of where to go, you, it, you'd never probably get it. You'd quit before you, you even had a chance to get going. And uh, this game, you quickly figure it out. I mean, it takes, it took me probably, and I, I have it recorded so you can see me fumbling through it. It probably took me about maybe seven, eight, nine, ten minutes really to get the hang of exactly what I was doing. But once you did, the controls are super intuitive. Um, being in VR and being able to place things in VR, it's different than just clicking in with a mouse and keyboard, um, you know, and, and seeing it flat. I mean, it, it's just so easy to do things. And you quickly um, even learn how to place multiple units at one time instead of just like clicking on one unit at a time. Then all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, I can do that. I can do this. I can place this. You can turn this way. You know, they didn't even tell you how to use the camera system really at first on how to move yourself around. And I quickly learned that you can't use smooth turn yet. Um, smooth turn because it's you know this is uh, pre-build. It's it's there. You can switch to smooth turn, but you can't use it yet. Um, so it just nothing happens. So you have to keep it on snap turn. And I ended up just turning it off and just using the the grip buttons to pull myself around everywhere because it was almost like a demio system where you could just kind of drag and pull yourself with the grip buttons. So the controls are super intuitive, and I don't think you could do this in anything but VR. Um, it's, it just would not be the same. And, uh, and again, I, I hate these, and not hate, but I just never got into these type of games because I never wanted to spend any time with them. And, uh, this game, I, I can't wait to see, you know, like, I'm like, I'm thinking about, okay, I want to get an airport or I want to get, you know, you know, see what's coming up next. I want to move to these other islands and, and keep building. And, and you really got to think about what you're doing when you place this stuff, because I screwed up a lot. <laughs> uh, like it makes you want to really see how tall these buildings can get, doesn't it? Well, yeah. how futuristic how far does the technology go are you going to take off into space like i i mean this is you know i already saw how you went from almost nothing to you know you and that was that that was the things that i really enjoyed was the one sims that you could um go through time you know the earth and stuff but uh no, i think yeah. this is i've played several i'm you know these were used to be really into these type of games and so uh, the fact that I really enjoyed it and was um, impressed with how well everything ran uh, just tells me that it was it's just a good version of it. So You spoke a moment ago, Roots, about the potential for being able to uh, take all of this stuff in from ground level, uh, which would be cool. It would give it a unique sense of scale. Uh, it makes me wonder, uh, you know, as much fun as we had in this game, uh, does it maybe whet your appetite for a, a more photorealistic uh, sim game, city builder, like say on maybe PCBR or PlayStation, like w wouldn't this be cool to like take in with like a hundred percent photorealistic graphics, like Google earth or something uh, look, but again, of course you're, you're building it all yourself. That would be badass, dude. You could create your own city and then just go hang out in there all the time. Um, make it as beautiful as you want or trashy or like Wolveraza, you just he says he wants to make a uh um a layer, a volcano layer, evil volcano mm. layer with uh sharks that he f are fed with laser beams on their forehead. So um yeah. I you could I mean the sky's the limit, really. For real. Um <laughs> Eric, what say you? Are are you more uh open to uh playing future? Uh, iterations of city builder games in VR based off of your experience in this? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I would, I, I mean, again, VR just makes things so so much different, so much better. I, I play more things in VR that I would never get into uh, flat gaming. 
And uh, it just makes a big difference. And, you know, this game was just really, it, it, it kind of sucked me in. I, I don't normally, like I said, I would never normally play this in literally two hours. And I was like, I, mean, I got to jump out of here because I got to get into something else. Um, or otherwise, I would have kept playing. It's really that cool. And could you imagine if they took like the Microsoft Flight Simulator style of graphics and, and, and put that into something like this? I mean, really, there's a lot that they can do here. I mean, I'm not even sure what time next year they're going to have have a finished version of this but they have a lot that they could still do to this i mean i hope they do a progression system where you're going to get more technology and you can start to you know you know this 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 gives you a lot of um hope for the future maybe see like a civilization game you know you can see those older civilization ones where you can do where you start at the middle ages and you can actually build yourself all the way up through modern times that'd so, be cool too yeah you know what? Uh, what it really uh, came across my mind, and it's not the same same type of game as this, but uh, seeing how cool these little, uh, you know, th these little cities look in VR in front of your face from this bird's eye view, uh, it re reminded me to something I, I recently read in the, in the news, which was that um, that Rockstar Games is going to be remastering the first three installments of uh, Grand Theft Auto. And I thought back to the original Grand Theft Auto for, you know, as is always the case, uh, when I hear things like this, the first thing that pops in my head is what about a VR? Can, could this possibly be in VR? And then I thought back to the original Grand Theft Auto and how it was all top down bird's eye view. Um, and then I thought, you know, that might not be so great in VR, but now looking at this, looking at these little cities in front of your face, it makes me realize just how cool like a grand theft auto one for VR could be uh, as you're just looking down into the city, as you play uh, that could be uh, actually a whole lot of fun and really cool. If, uh, if someone were to make a game like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the sky's the limit. Like uh, Daniel Kaz just said, Jurassic world evolution game. Any of those theme park builder games would be, would be pretty cool. Roller There's coaster. Uh, yeah, I love right. Now, you know, you create your roller coaster and then go ride it. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, the coaster tycoon or whatever. Yeah, um, you know that that would probably be good in the uh, Helix Vision, actually. Yeah, that's not actually not a bad mm. idea. Yeah. Anyway, um, not a whole lot to say here, man. This is it, it's a uh, it's a city builder. It's a very detailed and intuitive city builder uh, made for VR. Very early bare bones version of it, but uh, again, uh, Eric and I this this type of stuff normally isn't our jam but we ended up playing it for hours and only put it down because uh, we had other stuff we had to get to um really enjoyed it really impressed with it and really curious to see how the final version turns out little cities uh coming uh, again from purple yonder and our friends and in dreams spring 2022 uh click the bell and the button uh to stay up with all the updates regarding this title as we approach launch let me ask you guys this in closing one last question did you or did you not fund the police i did uh, i you know i I, I like law and order so i i brought the police force and they cracked down on my city and everybody's everybody's peaceful you know one of the and people didn't seem to get too upset about it right people were happy <laughs> to have the police mm -hmm. come on in yeah. <laughs> they were except Except when I demolished mine by mistake at one point. Oh, then you were like, just, Eric's like, fuck this, man. It's 2021. This has got to go. 
I did the same thing with the school. I don't know what happened there. I, I, let, I look, look at my watch, and all of a sudden, like, uh, you're, none of your kids are learning anything. I'm like, what's going on? Oh, yeah, I demolished my school to put in a couple of cell towers. Oh, well, you know, you know, progress. Hey. Who needs school? We need more cell towers. You got to make sacrifices. Mm. Well, you have this happiness meter, right? And if people don't have cell coverage, they're not happy. That's right. You, know. you got you to give them what they want. Nobody wants to go to school. Everybody wants a uh, cell phone uh, signal, right? That's true. Oh, yeah. That's very true. It's detailed on that level, guys. You have to you have to put in fire stations and police stations. You have to put school in to educate your citizens. Uh, I mean, it's very very detailed, uh, right down to. I mean, I can't think of anything they missed. Honestly, they, they, it's all in here. No, no, I haven't gotten any sporting stadiums, sports stadiums. Maybe you guys did, but oh, I, I guarantee yeah. it's coming. So. Oh, for sure, for sure, it's coming. Anyway, uh, Little Cities, uh, stay tuned for more on that as we approach the uh, the first quarter of 2022. Cool. Uh, um, I'm sorry. That's a cool. Um, oh, okay. I thought you, thought you uh, had something to say. <laughs> uh, moving on, uh, let's talk a little bit about a game that we have covered before on this channel and talked about many times, even as recently as this past Sunday. Hellroad VR uh, is a game that we have watched all throughout Early Access, pretty much from the inception of our channel. Uh, we've been in this game, keeping an eye on it, uh, watching it grow into what it is today. And what it is today is a, a full-scale uh, zombie hell ride from our friends at Travel Lab Replay. Um, roots uh you know we've played this game a few times before uh nice to finally see this game uh realize it's uh it's uh the the developer's original vision and its true potential uh i, I really uh i enjoyed returning to this uh game this past week yeah yeah actually i made probably twice as far as i did the first time and uh, i want to go back in there there was all sorts i got up to all sorts of different types of weapons and uh, that's one of the things that's cool is there's so many different ways to kill zombies in this thing. Um, all while, uh, I guess you kind of feel like you're, you're Daryl, right? From The Walking Dead, kind of. Except for you don't have your bow, but he doesn't really use his crossbow too much when he's riding. More, uh, more as badass. I, I felt like uh, it was maybe even a little bit easier this time. And I don't know if that's just because uh, I have experience in it now as where I didn't before, but... Like, I progressed right through this thing. I don't even think I died in it. Like, when I played it this week, uh, I just ran right through it. Yeah. Well, you probably had, you probably, I mean, we both did have experience. Um, Eric, did you die a lot? Because uh, that would oh, yeah. be the telltale sign, right? Oh, yeah. I got my ass kicked. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I died a lot. Now, you know what happened to me is uh, it's just the controls. I, I'm, the, it, it's, uh, so you're on a, you're on a motorcycle and you can, you can use different controls uh, to control the motorcycle, but I wanted to use the head movement, and the head movement threw me off a little bit. And uh, and you and you have to realize quickly in this game that it's not about killing every zombie on the screen, and sometimes it's best to kind of avoid them and drive around them instead of trying to like do what I do is we just don't want to run over everybody. Um, so yeah, we took we had a little bit of learning curve in the beginning to figure out exactly what your objectives are here. I think you guys tried to give me a hint the other day, and I just didn't really listen. And, uh, you know, me, I, I just like to barrel through shit and, uh, I probably should have been a little more strategic, but, uh, but yeah, I did die a little bit. 
It's all about finding the correct balance of killing versus racing because there's both aspects. It is a scored game. Uh, you have a, uh, a score counter on your uh, dash of your motorcycle. And the score, you basically, uh, you get points for killing zombies and you get points for finishing uh, each checkpoint with time on the clock. Uh, but it is a time thing. And if you're like me and the, you're the type of person that likes to hang around and kill every zombie, uh, you're going to quickly find that that's not the approach because as you make it to the final scene in the level, uh, you're going to run out of time and, and you're not going to be able to finish it. So uh, uh, you do have to uh, kill a few and move on, kill a few and move on. Uh, but th that's okay because uh, Roots, one of the things I really enjoy about this is the uh, the controls. Like um, they give you the choice. Like if you want to drive using a thumbstick, you can do that want to drive grabbing the handlebars you can do that but for me the default choice was the best one and that is head tilt body tilt uh steering while you're using your hands to uh, fight the zombies um uh, i really uh, and again it may have been my uh prior experience paying off here but uh i really uh i felt like a i felt like a pro jumping back into this game like popping off a few, heading to the next wave, popping off a few, heading to the next wave. And, uh, I mean, there's parts of this game that's very, very fast-paced, uh, but it all flowed very well for me this time, whereas uh, it was a bit more choppy and challenging uh, when I played it in early access. Yeah, it was. I definitely think it ran a lot smoother this time. And um, I think the big thing for um, you and I is we, know, we knew a lot of the pitfalls. Like, I guarantee Eric hit some things that's like, that we've we hit the first times around that you just you don't do right you um i also used the tilting i really liked it but it's more um more it's not you say it's like head tilting it's that's almost deceptive because you really have to lean it's more body tilting than head tilting and maybe if i don't know if you had too much problems with it eric and that was that the issue is not not um that that's just being able to lean more and then also slowing down which is usually my my problem with every racing game i don't use the brake but you have to at times because um this road's narrow and if you go off to the road at all you fucking stop and the person's yelling at you and i have flashbacks of dirt rally and i'm trying to get back <laughs> on the road and then you know shit's still coming at you you zombies that you're just were just flying right by are now right on you right um, and then, of course, different types of zombies like those ones that explode. Those are the type of pitfalls that I would imagine you probably ran right into and didn't even know not to um, to shoot those things too close, right? Yeah, and it's, you know, it, it, you're right. You have to move way more than you think you do. It's not just this or that. You're not just doing this. You have to, like, lean to make it because a lot of these turns are super tight. You, you Number one, you got to hit the brake and you have to lean. And I hate that bitch. I mean, you go off the road two inches and she's like, get back on the road. And you, 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 it goes to a black screen and you got to start back like 10 feet behind where you were. And then you, you go, I mean, you go off a little bit and she's like, get back on the road. So, yeah, I was all over the place in the beginning because I tried to just like hammer through everything. But you really got to drive. I mean, you got to slow down and you got to really got to lean and you really got to, you know, watch where you're going. Otherwise, you know, you, there's no way you're going to make it. That's why I died so many times in the beginning because I had to like redo parts because they don't they don't put you back right where you are they make you go back like 20 feet and then all of a sudden you're in the middle of a horde of zombies around you yeah 
Yeah, and, and uh, this game, um, enjoyable, not only from an action standpoint, but uh, there's a nice variety of maps. And uh, visually, Eric, uh, very evident that you're playing PCVR here, right? This is a very good-looking game. Yeah, I was commenting, uh, in, in the in the, I did a recording, I was commenting, you know, just how great the colors were. I mean, I thought the colors were super vibrant. Um, everything looked pretty smooth. Um, you know, it's got, it's, it's not like, you know, photorealistic, but it's got a cool, like uh, almost cartoony vibe to it, which I really like. Um, but yeah, and everything ran really, really good. So it was, uh, it was really, you know, it's definitely PC. You can tell you're, you're, you're on a PC, you know, playing this game for sure. And in Roots, it just goes to show, right? Like, uh, you know, people, again, we talked about it at the top, people, you know, trumpeting the demise of PCVR as uh, standalone and console takes off. Uh, there's always going to be a place, right? Because you're always going to be have these uh, indie devs that are able to come in the Steam and, and put out super high quality titles like this. It, this just goes to show you don't have to have like a huge team to to achieve really great results on PC. Uh, the graphics cards and uh, and capability of the machine itself is going to carry you through a lot of what uh, the larger teams have to optimize for, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It definitely. Uh looks runs amazing those dogs are bastards mm -hmm. and um wolveraza says the javelin is amazing you're not lying wolveraza it is amazing you can slice and dice a lot of shit slice off their heads um i like that thing that's on the front right there that like grinder thing um because you know if if you're smart and you don't like just use it up because it, it only goes so long you it really is good when you um run into a pinch right when because there's parts where you're going through a narrow sh thing and there's like zombies there's a whole stack of them right in the middle of where you need to go and you've got a gun that maybe has three or four or five shots left or you know you're um i guess you're constantly reloading for me at least anyway um that handgun uh but uh yeah so there's a lot of strategy to this as well yeah yeah definitely um well, I, I had a direction I wanted to take the uh, the conversation, and uh, I got what? watching the footage here and completely lost my train of thought. Well, Technoglitch um, says really it's just a rail shooter, and I I disagree. It's I mean it's more than a rail shooter because I, I mean a rail shooter would mean the zombies are uh, uh, you're depending on what you do is going to change everything, bro. And it's I, you're actually moving through destinations. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know that. Would you guys consider it a rail shooter? Yeah, rail shooter, you have no control, right? It just pulls you along. You, you're, you're, you're driving this. You have to drive. You have to slow down. You have to stop. So, I mean, it's more than that. It, it's a, it's almost a racing game and a shooter. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, there's certainly a lot of similar elements here to to rail shooters, but this is this gameplay is much more rich than your typical rail shooter because you do have to worry about driving, and uh, because there's so many different. Uh, you know loadouts and progression we should talk a little bit about that everything's uh, in this game uh, has a progression system behind it and that's kind of what the points are for it's not just for like leaderboards but you earn money uh so that you can progress your weapons you can progress your bike you can progress your character uh which allows you to uh, even go back and replay some of the earlier levels so that uh you can you can do better and which again you know, gives you more money and allows you to progress even more. Like uh, Roots, I felt like uh, the the progression system here is uh, pretty deep for an 
arcade style game like this yeah yeah it's actually really good um definitely gets keeps you uh interested um and in everything that's going on and this is the end part that you were talking about you know the thing about this end part is these waves like you'll have a different parts like you have no control over the time so this is absolutely what wes was talking about if you get here and you think oh man i got a minute left you're not doing it dude it's gonna take you a couple minutes to get through this ending part if you don't fuck up right um so but yeah it's definitely it's definitely very deep a lot more deeper than you would think uh and the progression is really good yeah um eric you know super fast paced game uh again it's it's kind of like a racing game in a sense um comfort like i never experienced any kind of comfort issues with this like it was completely comfortable for me the whole time but then again i have my legs uh do you think anybody's going to have a issue playing this uh, comfortably i mean we're probably the three worst judges of that it's <laughs> tough for us to say because i mean we play so much vr and you know I, people ask me this question all the time and i'm like i just i'm probably the worst guy to ask i just don't know um i'd have to say i, I can see why people might get a little sick with this um i didn't try any i didn't even look is there any vignetting or that was there stuff in here i just i always i always put i always turn everything off so i didn't notice anything like that so i don't know like i set my settings on this uh over a year ago so i yeah, don't right. remember uh yeah. roots do you think there's going to be any kind of issue with uh comfort for people in this i world? would imagine for some people there could absolutely um and maybe they may not want to lean um i because you're already doing weird stuff and leaning back and forth i would i would imagine that would accentuate the whole thing make it worse you know um and uh maybe use the joystick or something or i mean it could be opposite of that like that's maybe true. using the joystick using that's the true. joystick would that create be that disconnect right yeah that's true and maybe that is i mean i i definitely didn't feel like there was any discomfort at all um but you know mash is right we're in there so much unless it's dying light um there's oh. not many games that'll turn mash's stomach and for me it's it's all about frame rates if the frame rate gets choppy enough low enough I, it'll make me sick but that'll do that to anybody um so yeah right. and then i mean it could be the the reason that it's so comfortable for us is i mean there's a fairly big i mean not only are are you moving with the bike but there's a, a fairly big, impressive dash HUD in front of your face. Ooh, and true. typically, uh, people put this type of thing in games uh, because it anchors you to to uh, to your in-game bike. And it, for whatever reason, uh, these things typically mitigate uh, motion sickness. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Wolverine yeah. has a good point. He says there should be a warning on the box about what VR sickness is or just letting people know what it is that it may experience it, you know, um, a disclaimer even, or I don't know. I don't know if that would be better or worse, but at the same time, for somebody that has no idea whatever, whatsoever, I mean, you see it mash in the, in the uh, Facebook groups all the time where people are like legitimately like, what's wrong with me? I'm feeling sick. Yeah. And people are like, dude, that's like everybody feels that. But if you don't have that community to talk to, you might just take it back, right? 
Yeah. And so many people don't, they just never give it enough time. You know I mean? They're like, Oh, I felt sick. So I can't play it. I mean, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta give it more time. I always work. get sick that one time. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, it's, we're in that society where if you don't get instant gratification on everything. So if you can't do everything the first time, then it's no good or anything. You just got to give it time. I, I, I know a very few people who couldn't get over it if they gave it a chance. You know what I mean? Um, so most people can get over it. And with this game here, I don't think this is really that much different than any racing game. So if you played another racing game, you're, you're pro and you're okay. I think you'd be okay with this game. Um, so I don't think it's really any different in that matter. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wish, I wish people would just really just give it a chance when they, when they're, especially when they're new to VR, just give it a chance, you know, you know, get in for 10 minutes. If you feel a little sick, get out, give yourself 10 minutes, on, 10 minutes on, 10 minutes off, do that for a week and you can probably get over it. Mm. let's talk about yeah, the elephant uh, in the room that we haven't addressed where the hell is the multiplayer no, i know that would be cool right i don't know <laughs> if it would work but that'd be, be cool. awesome dude yeah it would be incredible to uh to be able uh, sidecar you know. oh dude sidecar. that would be cool bro I... yeah sidecar all right uh... i'm calling i'm calling travel lab right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would dude, be that'd cool. be sweet yeah oh, yeah, yeah. Just one guy on the sitting on the side there just you know, taking out zombies for you. Yeah, yeah the minigun. Yeah. That'd be cool. You could even have the driver um, just be the driver, right? Yeah. The other guy's That's responsible for, sure. for the guns. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I do think Wolverine has a good point there. Though. I, I don't know I would put it on the box. Uh, you know, obviously it's going to drive people away if there's something on the box telling them they're going to get sick. But as soon as you open the box, there should be a huge flyer with tips on it letting you know that you may experience some discomfort. Don't try to power through it. Take a break immediately if you start to feel uncomfortable. And that, uh, you know, just a little bit of gameplay every day will allow you to quickly overcome VR sickness. And uh, and then when you're over it, you're over it. You can play as much as you want. Yeah. Right. Uh, anyway, I, I think uh, it's a big recommend from all of us, right? Uh, this this game. Um, on Viport Infinity, think, right? It's not on Infinity. It's, it's not uh, just Viveport. It's on Viveport okay. to purchase. Uh, but I think that this game is. Uh, this would be a great title for Infinity, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's like fifteen or twenty bucks. Hold on, I'll get the price. It would for be. You. It'd be a perfect. And, game and the Halloween update too. Did you guys check out the Halloween uh, content in it? I did no, not. I, I I should have, but I didn't. Did you? I, I didn't get a chance to. Oh. No, I played. I played through quite a bit of the original game. Uh, you know, the base game because I hadn't played it before and. Um, but I did see that there was Halloween content there. It looked kind of cool, so I was wondering. Yeah, so this game is uh, $20, and I think that that's the perfect price for it. I think it's appropriately priced at 20 and I fully recommend it. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Kaz says he can do flips and loops in his ship in No Man's Sky, no problem, as long as he's standing. But as, if he sits down, completely different story. That's kind of different, huh? I don't know if it would make a difference, but I guess obviously it does for you, right? That's um it's different uh, that, that one thing we can uh we can attest to for yeah. sure yeah look how scary those dogs uh, look in the dark <laughs> Creepy. these guys kill me all the time these pukers oh my god yeah Dude. you gotta stay away from them you can't that's what it was i was them. i'm trying to run over these fuckers and i'm just puking all over me you gotta either shoot them at distance or just ride right by them and yeah. you can't ride like right next to them you have to like get away from them because they'll hit you anyway uh, yeah. if you get too close to them and I had that uh, I had that pole with the with the knife on it in the beginning, and uh, of course I drove right into it with a freaking right into a barrel with it and blew myself up. 
<laughs> I, don't don't do that. <laughs> anyway, I, I love this game. It's super addictive. Uh, it really uh, scratches that road rash itch that we all uh, we all have. And uh, I might just stream this one, Mike. Uh, we do have a uh, you know a couple weeks left of October, and this one certainly fits the bill, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. So uh, this one on uh, on the short list. Uh, I'm thinking about playing this one. I'm thinking about playing uh, Hello Puppets as well. I really enjoy that one too. Oh yeah. Anyway, uh, big recommend from all of us here uh, at twenty dollars. But uh, maybe you're strapped for cash, guys. What do you say? I forgot about that. We give we give a copy away. Oh, we yeah. we have a yeah. couple of keys here, thanks to our friends at Travel Lab Replay. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, I say that uh, we give one away right now uh, for all of those uh, night strangers who were good enough to stay up late. And then for those who uh, have to work, those people who have lives out there, uh, we have a second key and we'll do a, a drawing from the comments. Sound good? Yep. Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the way this works, we don't just do a code drop in the uh, in the chat. People tend to not like it when we do that. So we do trivia. So whoever answers the question first wins. And um, for what it's worth, everyone needs to understand this. Uh, there are There's a certain amount of latency in this whole internet thing that we've got going on here, this connection. Uh, and typically when someone puts the answer in, it'll show up first on their screen, even though it hasn't quite made it to us so even though your screen says that you were first that doesn't necessarily mean that you actually were first so my screen is the official screen i'm in the 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 official virtual strangers uh you know creator studio live stream whichever one comes up on my screen first will be the winner uh now if you think that you got it first of course mention it I'm not perfect. Sometimes I do miss when uh, when people put it in, um, but uh, most of the time it's that's not the case. Most of the time it's just uh, you know your screen shows yours first, even if it's not. So um, I'm going to switch over to live chat so that we cannot miss, <laughs> and we're top going chat. to ask a I fucking hate top chat, dude. Yeah, <laughs> me too. But I'm going to ask a question here, and. There you go. You you win, Masher. Uh, the first person to answer this uh, question in the chat will win a copy of Hell Road VR for their very own on Steam. Question for all the marbles. Who is the developer of Hell Road VR? Easy. If we were, you know, it's funny. Somebody will get it pretty quick. If we were in Mash's stream for Facebook, I don't know what oh the God. problem is. We'd be sitting there. Everyone would be like, oh, I don't guys, guys, did you? I had Jason Ward on. I, I try and give the easiest questions, right? So I had Jason Ward on. He was giving away a gun stock. So his name is Mr. Tasselhoff. That's his handle. And apparently it's a name of like some weird book. It's a character in some weird. And he throws that out. Like, where did I get my name from? I'm like, are you kidding me? We'll be here for six years trying to get this answer. Oh, well, of course, everybody's going to say David Hassel. Hassel. Yeah, right. Hassel. Yeah, exactly. They did. Of course. Techno Glitch was like, yeah, Baywatch. Techno Glitch wins. 
Travel Lab replay. We said it like 10 times. I set you guys up. Like I said it repeatedly throughout the entire uh, review, uh, hoping that someone would catch on to who the, uh, who the developer was and techno glitch was the guy. So you congratulations. Techno glitch hit me up on the discord after the show and we'll get your key over to you. Now, those of you watching the replay, don't fret. We've got you covered as well. All you have to do to enter to win a copy for yourself uh, is three things or two things. You don't have to do two things. One subscribe. You got to be a subscriber. If you're not a subscriber, you don't get free games from me. Hit the red <laughs> button. Secondly, leave a comment down below saying that you would like to enter the drawing one week from the night. We will draw live on this program and, uh, and reward the winner. So, uh, that's it. Subscribe, leave a comment saying that you would like to enter the giveaway and one week from the day, we will pick a winner. Uh, well, uh, Wolf Raza says he's going to keep answering Baywatch. Um, uh, he says eventually it'll be with the law of averages. that has got to come up. <laughs> Uh, i'll try to figure out a way uh, we could do that right <laughs> yeah well uh if we ever want to make sure that wolverine is the winner we know how to do it right? yeah that's right yeah really yeah <laughs> anyway uh congratulations techno glitch good luck to everyone out there and all of you in the chat i mean if, if you want a copy of this game enter in the uh in the comments we're going to draw a winner uh seven days from now and of course Big thank you to mm. our friends at Travel Lab Replay, not only for providing us with review access, but providing us with a couple of keys to give away as well. Mm. Super cool, awesome. guys, and congratulations on uh, on a pretty uh, uh, awesome game uh, launching into full access. Uh, talking to the guy, he, he seems like he's pretty happy with uh, the way the game's performing, and uh, it's no surprise. It's a really good game. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just kind of one of the games got that that one more hook, you know. You're like, I want to do one more run, or I want to get you know some more points so I can level up that that awesome handgun or something. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, I mean, that's half the fun, right? Is uh, you know, coming up with new ways to dispose of these zombies, and there's there's a nice variety of weapons, all upgradable. Uh, I mean, that you can really sink some time into this thing. Uh, if you don't have a thousand games you have to play, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Speaking of a uh, time sink. This next game is uh, is a time sink from hell, right? Dude, Eye of the Temple <laughs> has been in development for five years. Uh, the whole hook of this game, this, of course, is kind of your Indiana Jones simulator. This is a uh, uh, an exploration game with some puzzling elements, even some combat uh, in this game. Um, but it's all about exploration and the whole thing is this game is a true VR room scale experience. The likes of which I've never played before. Like this is the most room scale game that I've ever played. And when you come into reviewing a game like this, uh, the question uh, that you have coming into it is, is it a gimmick? Is it a gimmick? I mean, there's two, there's two schools of thought with this type of game one is it's a gimmick it's room scale uh for the sake of room scale uh this is just meant as a hook to draw people in uh it's a gimmick the other uh way of looking at a game like this the other camp if you will is this is what vr is supposed to be 
This is what VR was meant to be. This is what everybody envisioned when VR became a thing for consumers. We all envisioned games like this. Uh, so which one is it? Is it a gimmick or is it the way VR was meant to be? Roots. Uh, my opinion on that is kind of both, right? It kind of is a gimmick, but this is kind of what VR was always meant to be, right? Yeah, it works. It uh, it's a gimmick. I guess it's gimmicky in the sense that, um, you know, it's like you said, it's it's what we think everything that VR should be. It, it's, but I don't know if it's. And see, I'm kind of torn because I even saying it's a gimmick doesn't even sit right with me because i had so much fun in this thing i'd like you you nailed it with what you said it's an adventure um the first room or two i thought okay this is you know this is cool um you know very you know basic things you're stepping from platform to platform you know um you're turning around doing all sorts of stuff then it starts going up i start going into very elaborate rooms i start having ceilings collapse coming down on me as i'm trying to get through i'm i'm having to roll on those barrels and um you know it's i would say more than a gimmicky or saying it's a gimmick it's it's an early iteration of what this type of game will be in the future you know yeah you you got your whip you got your torch and and you're just moving around doing those two things um but this does better than a lot of games do um that have way more mechanics right it just worked really well for me yeah and, and don't get me wrong I, when i say it's a gimmick i don't necessarily mean that in a negative connotation uh what i mean by that is that you know this is kind of what everyone envisions people who don't play vr this is kind of what everyone thinks vr is and uh, in my experience, this game is kind of a unicorn. There, there aren't any games that do this. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, five years in, we're still waiting on VR games to turn into something like this. Uh, it's a it's a simple concept, but I'm sure that there's a lot of very complex things going on here technically. Uh, because Eric, I mean, I don't have the biggest play space in the world uh but this thing absolutely works doesn't it like i mean uh it, it uses every inch of your play space but i i didn't full-blown walk into my wall any at all playing this game yeah this game shocks the crap out of me and i don't know if you guys did the same thing i did but <clears throat> i i had to keep taking my headset off because i kept thinking i was going to be walking into something I'm like i gotta be right at the edge of my play space and i would pull my headset up just to make sure where the hell i am because I was like, I got to be like somewhere near my my computer or my monitor or my my mic or something that I was going to freak out about. And I wasn't. It kept me pretty much right in the middle of my play space, even to the point where um, they say two meters by two meters, which is what, six feet by six feet. Okay. So I yeah, actually made six. Yeah, I actually made one six by six, a play space exactly six by six, just so I could see exactly, you know, where I would, you know, how it would work for me. And I never, I, I, I mean, I, you get to a couple of points where you see your, um, your grid pop up, but I never got out of it or I never got out of place or anything. So even with a, even with a minimum play space, which you have six feet by six feet, I never came close to anything. And I think you just got to be careful of if you have six, exactly six feet, you can, you gotta remember, you can still reach your arm out. 
if you reach your arm out, you're beyond your six feet. And that's how you, people end up hitting stuff. So you've got to give yourself uh, an arm's length from whatever that boundary is. So you don't punch your TV or punch your dog or your wife or, your, <laughs> or anything else in your room. So I, I didn't take my head saw, set off any to uh, check myself in the space. But what I did do uh, is I started, when I first started playing, I turned the uh, guardian sensitivity all the way up in my settings. So anytime I got remotely anywhere near my uh, my boundary, I saw exactly where it was at. And over time, obviously that's very immersion breaking, right? And in a game like this, it's all about immersion. You, you don't want that. Uh, so over time, as I came to trust the system that they've built here more and more, uh, I would periodically go into my settings, turn it down little by little by little to where uh, at the end, it was almost all the way down because I knew I wasn't going to, uh, uh, I wasn't going to hit anything. Now there was a couple of instances where, you know, my elbow rubbed the wall a little bit, uh, but I, I never um, felt like uh, I was in any real danger of doing any real damage, which is amazing because roots. I, I, I didn't do a perfect six by six square. I did a, a bit of a larger area, but it wasn't uniform. Like it was this, this weird polygon shaped area uh with, with there's a wide area over here there's kind of a narrow area in the middle and then another wide area over here and it used all of it man like it used every bit of that space even though it had that odd shape to it it, it somehow tailored the game around that mm. uh you you can tell a lot of work and testing has gone into this over the last five years right that's crazy and uh you know what's crazy uh how risky this is okay so i don't like hmm. because the quest two has some weirdness with their with its boundaries sometimes you go in and it just it says it does it's not there the guardian even though you made one you got to create it again everything that oculus does has some weirdness like that whether it was cv1 there's always some weird little you know unplugging usbs or whatever anyway i, I just i so when i get in there i just draw a big huge one like, I mean, it's through my desk. It's into part of my wall. I didn't reset shit. And uh, um, I literally did walk into the wall. It walked me into the wall one time. I fit, boom. Like, oh, God. Um, so I was really paranoid. But I didn't think to, you know, I just thought six. it was going to use six by six feet. I never thought occurred to me that it's going to tailor to the actual space if you use bigger space. So I walked myself into that wall. It was very sketch. But you know what's crazy about it is the way everything, and we've talked about this before, the way this is all done, right? So you're going through, you're you're starting here, like in just an example, you're walking forward on this or going on this barrel, but you're not. You're having to walk backwards as you're going forward. Makes you feel yeah. like you're going forward, but it's moving you backwards in your space. Then it gets you into a square and it makes you turn and go back and now you're going down a, across another platform a different direction and it's what i've said before where it's it's leading you it's it's leading you in this big circle around your room and to you it's intuitive it feels like you're really in there if somebody was watching you like what is this guy doing he's just going around in circles right um it's just so cool they did it so well and everything else is cool as well like the mechanics with uh the the fire and it's like a it's a puzzle game in sense. I at times I felt a little overwhelmed. I you know I got into a couple different areas and I'm like there's so much so many different ways like 
to go? Which way do I go? So now I've just got to go one way and find out, oh shit, this isn't the way. Come back down. I got to get fire and, and find a torch to light it up and it turns something else and opens another pathway. And, you know, and, and some of the views as you're, you're going up, you get on this thing. And the first time that it raised me, I was not expecting it. I was like, oh shit, dude, this is, this is so much more than I thought it was going to be. And um, it really does make you feel like you're going on this really elaborate adventure um, through this entire area. And I must have gone through like 12 different areas, right? I'm constantly running into a, a new area, the square zone, or I don't know what the hell they're called. Uh, but uh, I, I was really impressed with this. Uh, Eric, they did a, a, a great job here of finding different ways to provide depth to the gameplay uh you know working around the limitations of this like whole room scale uh movement system that they've got going on here didn't they yeah i mean it's so you can see how the way that what they're doing they kind of move they they you know you're changing levels you're going vertical you're going up you're going down um you're turning in your play space all the time because they, they make you step off platforms they use these barrels to basically make you backpedal so you like go you're you think you're moving forward but you're actually backpedaling because you have to like rotate on the barrels or the, or the barrel will throw you off. So you can see the way they're doing it, which is, it's brilliant the way they did this. And, and, uh, but yeah, you guys are right. I mean, the, the, the visuals in this game too were super impressive. The, the, the flame from the torch, I thought looked fantastic. The whip mechanics are great, man. Um, I was really impressed with that. I never played the demo for this. I know there was a demo out for a while of like a small part of this and I never played it. So this is the first, my first time getting into it. And, yeah, th these room scale experiences, you need more of these, man. I think I know no, only one other, and I think that's T for God um, that does this type of thing. I don't know of any other that really does it. And uh, I thought it was really smart. And uh, I could see, you know, if you're talking about people having motion sickness, this is a way to get around it too, right? Because you're sure. moving. You're, you know, you don't have to worry about using a joystick here and, you know, not having sense of self. Um, you're actually moving your body here. So, you know, there's a couple of things at play here, yeah. So some uh, some rather complex environmental puzzling going on here. You have to visit and revisit areas to unlock new areas for you to uh, to move into. Some breathtaking uh, visuals uh, that is to be expected uh, with uh, you know obviously a PCBR exclusive. Uh, but roots, you know, let's talk a little bit about that. This is kind of a you know it's a PCBR exclusive. This is type the type of game that the hardcores. Uh, say VR, you know, all VR should be like this. And I certainly can see uh, why, you know, people would enjoy playing this type of game. It's extremely immersive. But how ironic is it? You know, typically those kind of statements are coming from PC VR enthusiasts. Uh, and with that said, I kind of feel like, uh, you know, it's ironic that a game that is tailored for PC VR uh, enthusiasts is so heavily dependent upon wireless gameplay because in my opinion this game would be a friggin' nightmare if you were tethered like uh like i couldn't imagine having to play this with a wire on it would be uh you'd be constantly tripping over it wouldn't you yeah unless you have like something set up like eric does where it's from the ceiling and stuff or do you not have that set up that way anymore? i do it, it didn't work i tried it exactly. I, got, I never I found that it worked around my neck 
I got twisted around my neck because what happens is that sting, that thing still hangs right behind. It, and the only way if it would have worked if I took it off the, from the ceiling from the Kiwi pulley system and ran it down like in my shirt or, you know what I mean, where it was from my headset down into my shirt and then not, or like through a belt loop or something. But otherwise, it got it got hung around my neck twice. Or a belt loop work. probably or something. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, the whole thing was like that. For me, I tried it. It sucked for me. I'm sure people do it. We Wes's point is perfect. It, it, we don't need it. We have wireless VR, AirLink. Um, I, I don't know if. Uh, so, what do you think? So, do you think people that maybe have it on index, they're getting just they're they're just not getting a as good of an experience on this? Isn't that ironic? Think about it, man. You're constantly turning. You're walking forwards and you're walking backwards a lot. Like that barrel mechanic is ingenious to allow you to to use a small play space. But, I mean, for tethered VR, that's going to be a nightmare, man. Turning and walking backwards constantly. You're going to mm-hmm. tether yourself around the ankles and fall over. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's kind of a good thing that this took so long in development because now is the perfect time for a game like this. Um, I kind of feel like like if Oculus was still wanting to, to push PC VR and... and promote oculus quest as a wireless uh pcvr headset this would it would have been great for them to like buy this game from this guy and 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 launch it as an exclusive because i mean this is the perfect example of what oculus quest brings to pcvr yeah absolutely and people don't think of airlink as a matter of fact that you know that my friend that picked up the uh the quest 2 today he said um he said i got I just picked it up and I just need to get the, the the link cable. I said, yeah, cool. You should get it. I said, but uh, you don't need to, bro. AirLink. He said, well, what's AirLink? <laughs> so I, I started telling him what it was. You know, you don't. That's the beauty, man. Like, I don't know. Wireless VR. Uh, Wolveraza. I know he sings to the to the. You're preaching to the choir, Wolveraza. Definitely. Um, I think it's an amazing thing uh, in VR, especially for a game like this, right? Um, I don't know that even if you could do it in VR with the other headset, I don't know that I would want to. Um, it's just not, it's already sketchy enough that I'm walking around smacking my face into the walls. Uh, simplex mm-hmm. said he almost broke, broke his TV. Um, you know what I mean? So I don't need to add, you know, tripping over my cord to that mix. Yeah. Setup is key here and, uh, and wireless is as well. You want to make sure your guardian boundary is perfect uh and you want to make sure you have plenty of space and you want you don't want to be tethered uh, uh yeah well Barraza says the whip is what's throwing people off as far as breaking stuff but i don't know let me ask you guys this when you did the whip uh maybe this is just because of the way that i thought i did it kind of like a sideways whip because i found it was really easy to get around that handle and stuff and mm-hmm. then also um i'm a lot less likely to break shut either my controller or something if i do this it's a lot different than this. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah that's what I do it too. Yeah, I did it sideways too. Um, just because I, you, you, I don't know if you could grab it. Could you? Could you grab that handle if you went over the top? I, I tried it a couple times, and then I started going sideways, and I stayed sideways the whole entire time. Yeah, to, to, to use the whip. I think but, uh, Chris Richardson, would do sideways. Yeah, right. I was just say Chris Richardson reminded me that. Uh, um space pirate arena now is uh is the same thing too i forgot about that one that's six by six no that's six by six damn 30 by 30 right damn but yeah that is that is that is a 
as I guess by definition is still a room scale, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, I had a blast in this. This is a game that I, I I fully see myself playing all the way through. It's so well done. Like talk talk a little bit, Eric. Uh, about the temple itself once you get in there and, and, and it really opens up and you see some of these visuals i mean it's breathtaking isn't it yeah so i thought going in i had like an assumption that this was going to be like you know an outdoor area and then you go into the temple and then you're in and then you're in dungeons or whatever this whole thing is huge i mean it's like one huge temple that is like encompasses everything you're inside you're outside you're up you're down um I didn't get to it yet, but there's freaking mine car in here or something in here, right? I could see it. I couldn't get to that part yet, but I mean, I was like, I kept, I kept thinking, okay, if I go a little bit farther, maybe I can get to the mine car. I never quite got there, but I see the tracks and I see where you're going to be going. But this thing is huge, man. I mean, and once you get inside, the lights go out, you're using your torch, your torch more. Um, you get into a one point where you're actually half inside and half outside and they do a shadow effect to where you can see sunlight coming through on one side and you're in the shadow on the other. It, it looks amazing. Um, and then some of these puzzles and traps inside and, you know, they have the, the, you know, you're dodging, you're moving left, you're moving right. You're ducking. You have to get under these things. You have ceilings that are collapsing on you. I mean, this really is Indiana Jones. It really is. It's like temple of doom. Uh, Simplex says that the dev says on Twitter that the sales are not stellar at this point. Everyone should buy this game. And I agree with that. And, and let me be clear. Uh, we did receive a review copy of this and I do want to thank the, uh, the developer and I, I hopefully I don't butcher his name, but uh, it, it's spelled uh, Runa. Uh, I think Johansson. Let me, let me just verify that. Yeah. Um, th these guys deserve a huge applause and everybody should buy this game because this was a labor of love for a long time. Right. I mean, they've been working on this game. I mean, this, this demo came out God, over a year ago. Um, so they've really been pouring their, a lot, a lot of their time into this game. I would say this, man, you don't want to miss this adventure, dude. Like I, I, I just think that just, if I would, hadn't tried this, I would be real bummed out. Cause that it was, the coolest thing that I've experienced in VR in a long time. Um, and it just, every time I turned around, it seemed like there was more aspects to it. Uh, and uh, that it just was crazy. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. R Runa Johansson. So uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Johansson for uh, providing us with a uh, review copy. Uh, I agree. I think this game is a unicorn. I think that this is the, this is everybody's vision of what VR was going to be way back from the earliest days and we finally have a game now that really does it now of course space pirate arena does it as well the space pirate arena does not do what this game does this game allows you to play in a relatively modest play space and uh and it tailors to your play space and you don't feel it in the game you feel like you're just moving around naturally um the algorithm that they've put together uh is is magic and uh the game is beautiful and it sounds great it's it's challenging uh from a puzzle perspective there's battle i mean this is a a, a true to life indiana jones adventure for vr uh and it's comfortable room scale uh now there there are some caveats of course again you want to do this wirelessly um and um you want to make sure that you're 
play space in your guardian is set up correctly. Uh, guys, this was one of the, <clears throat> this was the first time that I ever really regretted not having um, like the, the regular AirLink working on my, uh, on my setup because uh, I played this through virtual desktop and uh, at first I couldn't get it to work because uh, for whatever reason, like the steam VR boundary wasn't like copying over my Oculus boundary and it wasn't allowing me to, to set up a new boundary in mm. steam VR through virtual desktop in the next room. So uh, I had, I didn't think I was going to be able to play it without a tether. Uh, but at the last minute, the last thing I tried was um, booting the game without booting steam VR first. So like, in the beginning i would boot steam vr and try to boot the game out of that and it wouldn't work it would tell me my play space wasn't sufficient uh, after that i closed steam vr went into virtual desktop and then just uh, loaded the game straight from my desktop and it let me in and it worked and it and it used my oculus boundary when it did that so uh it, it does work with virtual desktop i would have liked to have been able to uh, use AirLink, but i tried again and uh, it didn't recognize my computer. Mm, that's weird. Yeah, we got we got we got to troubleshoot that for you. We just get together and Dude, brainstorm God. it. We got to yeah. figure that out. Yeah. Simplex. I think I need I think I need to try to uh, change the uh, the channel on my router. I think some certain uh, channels uh, don't work as well with uh, AirLink. Okay. Simplex says uh, take a, a hint from him. Make a healthy buffer uh, so that you don't almost break your TV. At least you didn't break it. Simplex. That would suck. <laughs> yeah he said he anyway uh, i think i think that uh out of all the awesome games that we've reviewed uh even this month i think this is the one this is the must own i think anybody who has wireless vr must own this game uh it's incredible it's one of a kind and uh, i can't recommend it highly enough i was super impressed with this uh this is one of those games like roots talks about the the type of game that when you're not playing it, you're thinking about playing it. Like, I can't wait to get back into this. And uh, let me see what the uh, what the retail price is here. Like, if it, if it's thirty dollars or less, then I I, I think it's a must own. Colorado this is one time. Of the, oh yeah, Colorado time, gummy time. This is this is one of those games that just you want to put people in VR, right? So yes. people come over and they're like, oh, show me what VR is all about. Can you imagine getting somebody in this who's never done VR and they're like, holy crap, they blow their mind with this thing. Can you imagine having a 10 by 10 room? You know, like, well, some of these, I don't have that much space. I, you know, I've, I've definitely got more than six by six, but, you know, having unlimited space to where you're just not worried about it. You have no one, 100%, you're not worried at all about hitting anything that would be nice in something like this, right? Yeah. Uh, so get this, guys. The this game retails for twenty dollars US. It's on sale right now oh, with a launch promotion. It's eighteen dollars right oh, wow. now for this game. This is a thirty dollar game, guys, uh, for eighteen bucks. Uh, I uh, everybody go buy this game right now. It's amazing. Uh, you won't be sorry. I promise. I promise that you're going to know well before the uh, return window mm. is up. That you're not going to want to refund here. That water is, looks this so is good. Awesome. Yeah, that that is kind of my one negative thing with this game. Like, can we not be in three feet of water without dying? Like, <laughs> like, like you fall off the pedestal into literally three feet of water and you're dead. 
poison like, water. That should yeah. that should have been uh, that should have been like super deep water there, but the spikes uh, make sense. And you fall on the spikes, you're gonna yeah. die. Yeah, yeah, th that makes sense. But uh, what are we a midget? Are we like midget Indiana Jones? <laughs> but I'll tell you <laughs> what, I um, this game's so good, Wes. Um, I'm gonna buy it, even though we have access for with the show account. I'm gonna buy a copy for myself because I want to own it. You know, like. I like to own games that are worth playing, and I uh, I think it's really good. And twenty bucks, that you're right, that's a steal. This and I hope that everyone goes and buys this game because uh, we need people making more games like this. And uh, the only way that's going to happen is if this guy uh, proves successful with this one. So uh, hopefully, we see more games like this. Hopefully, we see some standalone games like this. Like if I were Oculus. I would I would totally be throwing money at this guy. Like, make me some room scale games for my standalone unit. Uh, because I mean there is a lot of potential with uh Oculus Quest in this. Like uh the the only negative experience I had with this game was trying to set up the the play space and get all that right and you know, through the wireless virtual desktop. Uh if we could just bypass all of that and just have this as a standalone game. Mm. Uh, it would be incredible yeah anthony uh man wexford says he's buying it now i guarantee you're not going to regret it and um, simplex yeah. has a good point uh there's also a demo if you're on the fence um you know yeah the whole thing about this and this is why he put out such a meaty demo because it's actually a good demo because you're yeah. never you're not going to start this adventure and want to stop you know what i mean like you're going to get in there and the demo is going to end and you're going to want to go on continue on and uh like i like wes is saying i'm thinking about going in there right after i get off the show um, and i need to get some sleep for work <laughs> so i you know i think i think we should give one away i uh somebody in the chat haven't put it like the comment in like you're gonna do with the other game wes and i'll buy the copy because i'm gonna do it too and i already have access so i'll buy it i'll buy a copy if somebody wants to put something in the chat we'll we'll draw it we'll draw it next there week. you go so double, now we're giving away double yeah yeah, double giveaway. So, guys, leave a comment in the uh, in the uh, down below in the comments. Anyone who's watching this this week, uh, leave a comment down below, and we're going to give away two games next week, thanks to our friend uh, Eric here uh, on his dime. So, uh, thank you, Eric. That's awesome. And uh, look, guys, play the demo. It's free. It's amazing. Uh, and if you don't want to wait uh, for us to give a copy away, uh, buy this game. It's amazing. It's cheap. Uh, a lot of work went into it, and it's it's in a league of its own uh, as far as room scale VR goes. So yeah, yeah. We need more more, more guys like this making games like this. So I definitely want to support these people. Yeah, and those people are are selfish. Simplex. He said some people even told the dev that they didn't buy the game because they got their fill with the demo. Like, oh, that's wow. the craziest shit i've ever heard that's oh, just people making excuses uh because no way somebody played this first level and no. didn't want to play more like yeah. that's 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 nonsense that is nonsense yeah there's so much more here already and i and we haven't even scratched the surface of what's here and there's so much more than just that demo was i guarantee it yeah. i mean as soon as you get out of the, like the first level and and make it into the temple that's when the game looks like mm. drops your jaw right you're like whoa uh yeah you, you guys are gonna love it it's great but again wireless must play wireless yeah yeah hey one one question before we go what are the gems 
Are they coins like the coins in that other game? I mean, is there anything? Oh no, you've got to. Uh, you you you've got to. Oh, that's right. Never collect. mind. They 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 form those big things right to open up other things. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 You got it. You got yeah. it. You got it. And I, I take it that we're going to have to do that. I think five times it looked like for five different spots at the top of the temple. Uh, I think that that's what we have to do to win. There's there's um, actually several different spots I've came across that had spots for those. You know, you whip it, turns around that pedestal, and there's all those things you got to fill up. Um, so there's a lot of, I guess, a lot of gems yeah. everywhere. Yeah, I was thinking that's how you get to the minecart is that thing you're talking about, Roots, where you got to whip it, it spins around, and it's got three holes where you'd put one of those those big green gems. I think mm. that's how you get to the minecarts. Well, who else has three holes that you have to stick things into? My oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. I love her. Love her. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I don't know what else we could say about this. It's beautiful. It's fun. It's one of a kind. It's cheap. Uh, there's a free demo. I mean, and we're giving a copy away. Just leave a comment down below. Meet us back here in seven days, and uh, this game could be yours. Guys, it just keeps getting better, this VR library. I have so many games that I want to go back to from the last couple of weeks. Like, I wanted to get back into uh, Song in the Smoke this week, but I couldn't. Like, I went into it one time this week. I was planning on playing it all week. I just couldn't get back into it. Now, I want to get back into Eye of the Temple, but guess what, guys? Tomorrow, Resident, Resident Evil 4 comes out. What I'm the plugged. hell I'm are plugged. we going to do, man? What are we going to do? Yeah. yeah, I know what Wes is gonna do. He's gonna be playing through Resident Evil. My job's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, that's a short-term answer. You're not thinking far ahead. That's a 2021. I mean, think, think of the last couple of weeks. You had like Lone Echo 2, which I wanted to get back into. That was my goal was to beat it by this week. I didn't even come close. I could put about another hour back in it, but that was it. You had Song in the Smoke. And then this week you've got Unplugged, Ragnarok. And the big, huge one, which is Resident Evil 4. I mean, where do you find time to do anything? No. Yeah, I think I'm go we just have to find a way to make money in VR. Like, what be it like setting up like a VR arcade locally or, yeah. or content creation. I have got to get out of this rat race factory work so that I can uh, play VR all day. Yeah, that'd be cool yeah for sure i mean it's the dream the right it's the out. dream <laughs> um old rocker the game cat says i the temple is genius 13 pounds it's my game of the last two years like i, I can see that like we got a real game of the year contender here guys I, I really feel that way about it i'm going to play through it and beat it i mean uh that's an obvious must and i think as uh unless they just bombard us through the whole end of the year with uh with new releases, I think that most of the month of December we should spend uh, playing the games that are game of the year contenders. Like we need to get some real time in these games because I feel like the competition is going to be as steep this year as it ever has been before. So we we really need to have our uh, ducks in a row when it comes down to time to pick winners. Yeah, absolutely. Chris Richardson says he uh, played the demo demo a year ago. Just picked it up and we're killing his pocketbook <laughs> uh, which is good for the dev so, so uh thank you chris for buying the game thank you anthony for buying the game thank you anyone else out there who uh, who picked it up um you're not going to regret it it's amazing yeah yeah and uh, wes is thanking you because you're 
you're helping all of us and we want more of this game we want this developer to be uh uh like i guess it would take uh simplex says it would take a, a publisher to he has no access no resources to move it over to quest so somebody else would have to pick up that tab uh to join his team i guess yeah Oculus, Oculus, Oculus should be come on what the hell yeah that's true put some facebook put some facebook money behind some of these people it makes sense is it facebook uh, what is it it's called? Uh, Horizon. I'm sorry, it's Horizon. Horizons. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> We're going to talk about that on Sunday. Uh, that that'll be in the headlines for oh sure. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, anyway, uh, I think that's going to wrap us up. We need to get the hell off of here so we can go play some more VR before bed. Uh, want to thank everyone who showed up in the chat. You guys rock. I want to thank everyone who's watching afterwards. Uh, you know what to do. If you like the video, give it a thumbs up. If you're new to the channel. Click the big red button and that bell to stay up with our ever-increasing content library. Dudes, we're getting better at this VR uh, content creation thing. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. It's getting there. The shows are getting <laughs> good, man. The shows are getting good. And uh, part of that is uh, the game's getting better, and part of us that is us getting more experience. So uh, uh, thanks to uh, everyone uh, for your support. If you want to do a little something extra, of course, uh, there's a link down below to our Patreon. $3 per month gives you access to our weekly show notes, uh, exclusive content, insider updates, and more. Uh, less than a dollar a week. Virtual Strangers Patreon. And you know that your money's going to a good place. It's going to build up this channel into our vision of what we want it to be. And uh, again, change, big changes coming very, very soon. Uh, thanks to all of you on the Patreon. Oh! Where are my manners? Uh, just a moment here, guys, before we sign off. We have a new oh, patron yeah. that we need to uh, thank. Nice. And, uh, and I want to, instead of uh, recite his name from memory, I want to make sure I get it right. Danny D, new patron. So uh, thank you, Danny, for uh, joining the ranks and doing your part to support our community. It's very much appreciated. And uh, again, very soon you're going to see your money is going to a good place yeah absolutely thank you danny d and thank you scion vr even though he did i don't yeah. know did it untraditionally oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he uh or did he do it i know he paid i know he paid for a full he year did. he right? did it yeah yeah he paid for a a full year of uh of what he would pay if he were a patron 36 dollars directly into paypal and that does help guys uh to pay directly into our paypal because uh these youtube donations YouTube takes a healthy chunk of that. Uh, Patreon, maybe not so much as YouTube, but they do take a, a pretty sizable chunk as well. Uh, PayPal gets some as well, but not nearly as much as these other platforms. So donating straight into the PayPal Scion, uh, you actually paid for more than a year uh, when you consider what actually makes it into our, our bank account. So uh, thank you uh, for that donation. And uh, we're going to find a way uh, as we rejigger things going forward, I said jigger YouTube jigger. Uh, as we rejigger <laughs> things going forward, uh, we're going to find a way to uh, spread the uh, the benefits out to people who uh, who subscribe uh, or, or or donate in other ways um, other than just the Patreon. Everyone should uh, get some of the benefit. Obviously, there there will be advantages to doing it on Patreon and making that uh, commitment to do it every month. Uh, but you know, some of this, uh, exclusive content should, should go to everyone who, uh, donates. So, uh, we're going to figure out a way to uh, make that happen. 
uh, be it some sort of external message board or something on Discord. I was going to say, um, I already have an idea for Discord. It would be easy to just create a channel. Uh, just that's yeah, locked. yeah. We if we did a yeah if we did a locked channel in Discord, I, we could post the videos on there the same way we do it on Patreon. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And then it would just be a, a lesser package, I guess, so to speak. You know who else doesn't like the lesser package, Wes? My mom. <laughs> oh yeah, she doesn't like that at all. Why she's so picky. anyway? Very picky. Uh, speaking of the Discord, <laughs> uh, that is something that you can get into for absolutely free, and it's where all of us hang out and talk VR and, and life and uh, get together to play multiplayer games, debate politics. We do all of it on there. Um, there's a, an invitation in the description down below for you to join uh, the community as well. Uh, we've had a nice little insurge of uh, new people joining our community on Discord. So welcome to all those people. And uh, the door's open, guys. Uh, any of you who want to uh, join the family, uh it's as easy as one click maybe two uh but you'll you'll find that in the description down below yep absolutely anyway with that said friends i'd like to thank you all once again for watching for eric and roots i'm wes we will talk to you very very soon friends thanks again bye-bye take it easy see you later